You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Hey, I'm one of your hosts, Polly, and here with you with our episode 16 of Likely Story. Also, I'm Shelby, your other host, and I am here, uh, more present than Polly. We're just going to keep rolling. How are you? I am good. Cool. Yep. What's been, what's been, what's been going on? Um, I have two things I'd like to cover before we dig into our topics. Okay. One involves cats and one yes. involves driving. Which would you like to hear first? Uh, which is more positive in nature? Probably cats. Let's end with cats. Okay, so I hate driving. I do too. That's not true, but I yeah. drive a lot. I also don't really hate it. I know that I've been like, no, this commute's been fine. It's been totally going okay. And it has. But lately, there's just been a couple things that have been driving me crazy. One, I feel like I am a novice commuter Mm -hmm. because I drink my coffee in the morning out of a travel mug that has a lid. Sure. Okay. Last week, this this has happened several weeks in a row. (laughs) And this morning, I like pull up next to this car on the lane before we get on 36 and she is drinking a beverage out of an open coffee mug. John does this. What? <laughs> yeah, John drink doesn't. We have travel mugs. He very rarely uses them, or they get dirty immediately and hide in his truck, so we don't see them for a long time. I don't understand how this happens. And so he drinks out of regular coffee. Are cups. these the people that are driving twenty on the highway to make sure <laughs> that they don't spill their hot beverage all down their work clothes? No, I think they still just spill on themselves. But okay. Well, I I guess I didn't actually think of that. I just assumed that they were like really amazing at drinking out of open coffee mugs. And I mean, it was they get they, crazy. They get skilled. Like John hasn't spilled on himself in quite some time. Well, I think it's it's crazy. I saw it and I just like didn't understand what was happening. And then I looked at like as I almost spilled on myself with a fully closed leak proof travel mug. <laughs> like ugh, anyway, I just feel like I'm not quite skilled at being a commuter yet. You'll get there. Okay. Pretty soon you'll be drinking out of just regular old mugs. <sighs> with something you can aspire to. Yeah. That's that's a real <laughs> great new life goal. I'm gonna add that to the list. Yes, you should. So now my list is one, figure out how to drive out of an open <laughs> or drink out of an open coffee mug while I'm driving. Perfect. That's it. That's the end of my list. Awesome. Okay. Um, Cat. Oh, I had one more driving thing. Oh. I just wanted to tell you a funny thing. Okay. The funny thing is that my road rage has not gotten better. No, it gets worse the more you commute. I can, as someone who's been commuting for almost two years now, it 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 gets worse. But here's the thing. I am actually fine. Every single person that is listening that drives on 36, you're all doing a great job. Some of you still do not know the rules of the express lane and enter and exit whenever you damn well please. You can't do that. But they're going to learn. I hope that they get tickets soon. Anyway, most people are doing great. It's the people downtown. 
Oh, yeah. So I don't have to deal I, with them as much. I had like an early morning meeting on one side of downtown, and then I was crossing, like going straight across downtown to my office. So I was going down 17th. Mm-hmm. And like at one point, this is what, literally what I yelled Get off the road if you can't handle 17th. <laughs> Why? Like, I was so angry at people not being able to stay in their lane. Or they like, can't stay in their... 17th is what? awful. People, like, weave, and they, like, just kind of slowly... Like, all of a sudden, their right tires are over the right lane, and you're like, you can't drive like that. There are, like, designated yeah. lanes. I don't understand. I mean, like, I'm going to give them one thing, which is that the lanes are very tight. Like They are. I know that my RAV4 fits just inside those lanes, mm-hmm. but it fits... Yep. So, so if so you're does, bigger, you need to pay even closer attention to how you're driving. And I was just seriously like yelling at them like, you can't handle this road. And then I was trying to figure out if there was a way to make only experts in downtown driving be able to drive on 17th because it is just driving me crazy. I'm sorry. If it makes you feel any better, I'm I'm I have a lot of road rage. OK. I get really mad when um, I'm passing someone. Yeah. And I pass them, and I'm going over the speed limit because it's 36, and everyone goes over the speed limit. Yes. But I'm not going so dangerously over the speed limit. Sure. A solid uh, maybe 15 over. Yeah, you know. Ten. Well, okay, ten. Ten. Sure. I hover at ten. That's good. Um, speed limit's 65 on most of it. I usually end up going 70 to 75. Okay, yeah. I guess I was thinking of the places where it's 55. Oh, I yeah. still and go then, 70. <laughs> yeah, so does everybody else. Because <laughs> that's the flow of traffic. <laughs> yep. It's unsafe to remove yourself from the flow of traffic. So I think gotta so. go seventy. That's always what I'm going to argue yes. if I get pulled over. <laughs> it's like this is the flow of traffic. I swear. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, so you also, try to pass somebody. So I, I'm passing someone, and then I wait a little bit to go back in front of that person because I don't want to just like cut them off and like immediately slam over. And the person behind me is so frustrated that he then like swerves in front of the other car to get past me to swerve back in front of me. No. It's it's stupid. People are stupid. I agree. It's really bad. It is really bad. Cats. Uh, Cats. So I can't remember. Did we discuss last time that we're going to get a cat? Not not me and you, but (laughs) Michael and I are going to get a cat. It'll kind of be our cat too. Um, we, so we finally decided. Uh, I've been the holdout. Obviously, we all know that to be true. And I've been like, okay, like I've been pretty excited. Um, we have a long weekend on Labor Day weekend, and we don't have a lot of plans. So mm-hmm. we we're trying to find a weekend where we'll both be home and like home a lot. Yeah, because we're going to be excited and we're going to want to be home with this kitten or cat once we get it. Mm-hmm. Um. But then, oh, and I think we did talk about that the Boulder Humane Society has, like, fees waived in August. So we've still kind of been looking. Well, today I was looking at um, the Foothills Humane Society and Mm -hmm. saw this kitten, Sugar, that I just really wanted. And it's, like, the first time I've gotten super excited. Like, I was finally, like... This is the cat I want. We're doing this. And so, like, Mike and I were texting, like, can you leave work early? Like, can we push back recording with Polly? Like, I was texting you, like, (laughs) do you have other plans? Can we push this back so Mike and I can go get this cat? And um, I showed a couple of my friends who I was in a meeting with. (laughs) In a meeting. Don't worry about it. And (laughs) and so I was so excited. And then your wise advice was to call and make sure that she was available. 
and I called and she was adopted last night. And so she wasn't there anymore. And I was like, so sad. And then I, I didn't even think to ask about like the other ones that were available at that same place Mm -hmm. because I was just like, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so anyway, so that was, that's our cat update, but we did still go to one of the local pet stores down the street from us and we started to get a few items so that will be ready next time. Yes. And so it won't be like this panic. Oh, we need to get everything because there is a cat in our car <laughs> that like needs to come inside. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we will be getting one. We're going to go Yay. look tomorrow Yay. and maybe Sunday and then we'll still have all next weekend. And I think we're a little bit less busy. I'll have to look. I think we're less busy like on weeknights right after work next oh, okay. week that like we could go right after yeah, work. And get a kitty. Um, if one was available that we really liked or wanted to go see. Nice. So Yay. you guys have sucked me into the dark side and now I'm finally excited about it. I'm so excited that you're excited. Oy. It's going to be great. So crazy. It's going to be great. So what about you? What's up? Cats? Driving? Anything else? Uh, wedding. Oh, you're getting married? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's like the 12th time I've said that joke. <laughs> uh, how, what's the countdown now? Um, we are at 15 days. Holy crap. <laughs> I almost just spit out my soda. That's crazy. We're almost in the 10 day forecast. I can almost see what the weather probably will not be like on my wedding day. Yeah. I need to take my dress to the dry cleaner. Yeah. And make sure it still fits. Yeah. This is clearly a priority. I know you're worried about what I'm going to wear to your well, wedding. Well, I gave, I told um, <laughs> my friend Caitlin and my friend Denise that it was a mandatory new dress rule at my wedding. Oh, shit. This is more for them than it is for me. Because they, they're like, I don't have anything to wear. And I'm like, well, that's great because you have to get a new dress for my wedding. And they're like, that's fabulous. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. So they're going shopping this weekend. Okay. Maybe I'll look. Just I have one that I'm like kind of okay with and yeah. I haven't worn a lot. So you probably won't have ever seen it. Oh, I perfect. got it for my sister's rehearsal dinner. Oh, nice. I have not seen it. Um, I don't even think there's photos of it, actually, because we didn't take photos. <laughs> there you go. It, but you've never worn it before. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So what else is 15, almost 15 days? 15 days. Um, we, after recording this podcast, we will be, I will be going home and John and I will be figuring out our table arrangements. Yes. So our venue, I haven't decided if this is awesome or horrible yet. Oh, God. So our venue, we run it out of restaurant. They yeah. can do anything with the tables. Oh. So we can have tables of 30 people. We can have tables of five people. Oh, my gosh. And we get to decide. And so then you just tell them how to set it up. Yep. And then we'll, and they'll set it up the way that it will work best for the space. But we can do anything. Yeah. So... My mom and I already did all of the Pennsylvania people. So my Pennsylvania family and our friends from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And it's just three tables. Okay. It's um, the adults. So all my mom's siblings. Yeah. All of the grandkids. So all of the siblings' children. Yeah. And the siblings' children's children. Sure. So there's... My cousin has a seven-year-old, Sam, and then there's two babies that are coming. So, so it's like your cousins and then yep. the cousin's kids. Yep. Okay. And then um, a table of all of the Pennsylvania friends. Awesome. So one table of nine, two tables of 14. And I think it's a good strategy. I'm thinking yeah. of employing it for the rest. So doing just like adult table. Whatever the group is. Quote, unquote, kids table. Yeah. And then friends. Yeah. 
and we'll see how the numbers pan out. We might have to do two tables of friends, maybe. What table am I at? Um, you will be at the, um, the, you're just going to sit at the bar. Um, okay. Wait, am I invited to your wedding? <laughs> I don't know. I did notice <laughs> that my wedding invitation is covered up with a picture right now. So on your fridge. That's a picture of me and my sister at her wedding. It's still up on the fridge. It's true, but you can't see it. Oh my gosh. We'll fix this afterwards. You crazy loon. <laughs> I forgot to make fun of you for it earlier. <laughs> um, but yeah, things are good. We're, I, I'm getting ready to leave work for three weeks. That's awesome. So I only go in, so as we just talked about, not this weekend, but next weekend is Labor Day. So we have Monday off of work. Yeah. And then the way I scheduled my time off is that I was taking Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off of work the week of the wedding. Okay. Which leaves Tuesday. So you're only going to work so on I'm Tuesday. I'm only going to work on Tuesday. <laughs> and I haven't decided if that's awesome or going to be really awful <laughs> yet. So luckily not too many people are in that early. There's a couple people, but I'll see them in the weekend. Okay. Or even before that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That'll be Yay. Yay. 15 days. Oh my gosh. Um, cool. Cool. Oh, the other thing I wanted to um, ask you about and see. So I had um, our friends Amy and Graham were in Colorado Mm -hmm. uh, this past weekend. And we did like a ton of really fun, but like random stuff that I've never done before. What'd you do? Um, So we went to the Hammond's Candy Factory. I don't even know what that is. And we (laughs) took a tour. It's like apparently a big candy deal. Oh, and the a big candy deal, big candy deal. Um, they make a lot of like uh, flat, flat taffy is like their thing, oh, okay. and then they do a lot of hard candies, like candy canes. Oh, so like any of the big candy canes, they don't make the small ones. Okay, the miniature or even like the thin regular, yeah. what I would consider regular size. They only make like the giant ones. Okay, that are like the length of your oh, arm, holy maybe. Cow. Okay, um, but like they supply Target with all of those. Oh wow! And they're all made here. Cool. And they do ribbon candy, which is one of their like signature things. Nice. That's um, fun. And when we were there, and so we went and took the tour. And when we were there, they were making these little chocolate, um, like chocolate cake cups. Then I mm-hmm. think were like peppermint spoons, and it's all it's a special order for Starbucks. Oh, cool. And so they're only going to Starbucks. That's the only place like you'll find them. And they looked really cool um, nice. and delicious, but just like a little chocolate cake. Uh, so we got to see them making some of the candy canes all by hand and like pulling the the sugar and all of that and like cool. dyeing it and wrapping it. it was, yeah, it was really cool. Let, let me. So this is really great because I will be putting together an email soon to all my guests that are coming from out of town oh, of about things, to the, do. things that they can do. So okay, if some of them are good and listening to this podcast, they will know they yeah. will be ahead of the curve. Yeah. So the tour is free. I mean, like it takes thirty minutes. It's like yeah. not a big time suck. Great. Um, and then you go through the candy shop, of course, yep. and then you can buy things. And they have like every flavor candy cane ever existed. That like aren't sold in other stores and they only sell That's like awesome. in their place. So it's pretty cool. Cool. So we did that. Um, we went to the Mile High Flea Market. Awesome. I haven't been yet. Have you? No. It it was a little strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to think of a really appropriate way to talk about it. Um, 
I think we went a little too early, which okay. I was really surprised by because it opens at like eight or eight thirty. Okay. And we went at nine. Okay. And like when we got there, half of the booths and like the so this is a huge, like the largest flea market I've ever seen. Yeah. There are some open air stalls where people set up their own tents or just uh-huh. put stuff on the floor or tables. But then they also have like 10 buildings oh. where people have like permanently rented out like space. They kind of look like sheds. Yeah. Um. So with a big garage door, like one of them had like wood flooring that they've installed to like make it look like a shop. Oh, wow. There was like a woman cutting hair in a shop. Whoa. It was just like really bizarre. Um, but like half of those things weren't open or weren't set up when we got there at nine, huh. which I think is interesting because it's in the summer and we went early because it was going to be too hot, hot if we got there too late. Yeah. And I thought people would be set up, but they weren't. Huh. And we stayed for probably two hours. And so by the time we were leaving, there were more people there. Yeah. But it's like a, a weird mixture of like just looking through other people's junk. Obviously, yeah. that's what a flea market is. There were some really great ones that did have like cool antique type fines um but then there were also stalls that were like selling like broncos gear and like kitchen and like grocery supplies and like one stall that was just selling socks and underwear (laughs) and i just like didn't i didn't quite understand so i like yeah i'm just like super interested in like how that comes about or like how these people do selling here and Mm -hmm. like i just like i just find it to be a very interesting culture or like cultural thing that i just don't know about so that was really fascinating um where else we went to the clifford still museum how was that it was really cool cool yeah i'll have to check it out i've been meaning to go i know ever since it opened yeah um yeah i thought it was really amazing i really love his the more recent of the work that he did Mm -hmm. the earlier stuff he did is like totally crazy yeah um but it's cool to have a museum that's dedicated to one artist yeah. because you really see the progression of his work. I think it's like $10 and it's not bad. You could have spent a long time there. I think we were maybe there for an hour. Okay. Maybe an hour and a half. Cause cool. we had like a two hour meter and there was no way we were going over that. No. Um, and then, Oh, and then we went to Buffalo Bill's grave <laughs> and lookout mountain because it's what you do. And yeah, uh, Graham really wanted to go and it was fun. We cool. still have yet to go into that museum because I refused to pay $5, but Graham went in. Oh, and then uh, here, here's a special teaser. The video, mm-hmm. there's a video that's played in the gift shop where like the food area is. Okay. Get a reaper float. They're amazing. There's a video and that same video is what's played in the museum. So oh. you could just sit in the gift oh. shop. Like you wouldn't see any of the artifacts yeah. or whatever. Who cares? But <laughs> you'd see the video to like learn enough about him and yeah. have it be fine. But nice. Good. Yeah. Nice tip. Yeah. So those were the, my things. Are there things that like people, you always take people to do when they visit or stuff so, you're thinking about now with guests coming in town? We always take people to Rocky Mountain National Park. Oh, yeah. And I like do, to do that too. Do the loop around because it's just a great way to see a ton of Colorado in a pretty quick, in a couple hours. You get to see the mountains and the prairies, and you get to see wildlife. And, yeah. Because there's always at least elk. That's um, a great plan. And so we usually do that. Um, I'm going to put together a few hikes for people to do. I'll oh, yeah. break them out into easy, moderate, and difficult <laughs> and let people know how long 
they are, so they don't go on like a five hour hike. Yeah, the morning of my wedding. <laughs> Please, seriously. Oh my gosh. Um, or if they do, they leave at like eight a.m. <laughs> um, yeah, and then usually just food. Yeah, eating. Oh out. yeah, we just ate some it. Of the food. We ate at Biker Jim's nice. and Steuben's. Nice. Two two good ones. And Voodoo Donuts. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. So we have some new things that are going to be coming up on the podcast. Yes. We're d- Fall TV. Fall TV. It's, it's coming. Gonna, it's going to happen. It is. Um, so do you want to talk about how we're doing this? Yes. Um, we're still sort of figuring it out. We'll be able to like lay this out much more clearly. Um, I think next episode yeah. and that'll be right before or right as shows are starting. Um, but between me and you and then Carolyn, um, who guested and talked about American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. a few uh, weeks back, um, she's going to join us. And so we'll split up, um, all of the new, new. all of the only the new fall TV shows. We're going to split them up. So we're only responsible for a couple <laughs> instead of all <laughs> responsible for all of them. And so we'll just kind of be responsible for taking that on. Um, we'll watch them. We'll see if they succeed, see if they fail, how they're doing with reviews. Obviously, like if they get canceled. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of report back about what we like about them, What's whether we recommend to watch or not, that sort of thing. Cool. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I do. I do have some questions that we need to figure out before. Okay. Um, how do we figure out who gets the cool shows that we all want to watch? I think that's a great, um, (laughs) that's a really great question and the same problem that I had because I was like, well, what about, and obviously my example is Quantico Yes, because for some reason I really want to watch that. So I think we might, we might have to take prior, like preference. Okay. So if we get a list of 15 or 20, we'll do each kind of pick around. Okay. And then that way you should get some of the ones you prefer. Yeah. And if the one you really want isn't on your list, you might just have to watch it for fun. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I know this puts a lot of pressure on us, but. It does. Or like, how do we, who gets the short straw and like the shows that we, like who gets the zoos of the. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. We'll talk about zoo in a minute. We will. (laughs) I know we're going to have to. I don't know. I don't know. Because I was just looking and I'm like, oh, there's another American Horror Story and please oh, don't make me one. watch that. <laughs> so I think we'll be able to. I'm watching an old series. The, I'm watching the, the Coven one right now, oh, actually. Oh my gosh. I think we'll be able to Though I didn't love it. last season's American Horror Story. Ugh, I'm like cringing just thinking about the previews <laughs> for these shows. They're so intense. Yeah. We'll yeah. So I think we'll figure it out and then we'll, we'll we might post that somewhere or... Um, Listeners, if you know there are a couple you want to watch, you can always pipe up with questions or comments about specific shows. Yeah, for sure. So it'll be good. I'm excited. Yeah. Because I think, well, the first thing we had talked about doing was like a bracket. Yeah. But in that case, we'd have to like research each one to pick and compare them. Mm-hmm. And Carolyn and I were both like, that seems like a lot of work that <laughs> neither of us have sat down to do yet. So let's just come up with another plan. And so Carolyn, as always, the problem solver, came up with a much better plan. I, I like think. it. I think this is good. I think it'll work out. Yeah. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. Yeah. Stay tuned. 
nice. Project Runway. Oh, are you caught up? I'm caught up. Okay. I just watched last night. I watched recently. What? 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 What is the show? What's happening? It's kind <laughs> of... So every show... So we talked the first episode that we were talking about uh, Project Runway, about how we didn't want it to be too commercial and have all of their yep. challenges be sponsored, essentially, or like yep. an advertisement. How's that been going? Um, I think every challenge is going to be sponsored by someone. Yep. The one I will say with this week, it was Mary Claire, not Mary Claire, um, Mary, Mary Kay. Kay. Yeah. And that felt appropriate. Because we already get 12 Mary Kay commercials. <laughs> Because it's the Mary Kay makeup studio. And it's also like fashion. Yeah. It's in the same It's better world. than the Hallmark challenge. Or the cruise challenge. Or the cruise challenge. So I appreciated this one more than. Yeah. But I think all of them are it's going to be. so commercially sponsored yeah. now. Which sucks, but. Um, here, well, Mike was watching it with me last night, which like at one point I had to. He was making fun of Candace, which I find incredibly inappropriate because I love her. I like Candace too. And I was like, hey, zip it. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> this isn't your joking isn't funny anymore. No funny. But he said that if Tim Gunn weren't on the show, he wouldn't watch it because Tim Gunn is the only saving grace. John loves Tim Gunn. I don't know what it is. Like, John actually, of all the reality shows that we watch and I yeah. watch, Project Runway is one that he'll actually sit down and watch with me if he like happens to yeah. be home. Like I don't, I don't have to like give him a look of love. It's and not the bachelor. Aren't I your favorite person. He'll watch it. He's yeah. been watching the bachelor with oh me. Oh my though. gosh. That's so he'll funny. He'll sit down and, or he'll be, you Mike know, can't do it. He'll come in. He's like, what I miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's gotten, he's gotten a little more into it, but yeah. Um, but he also likes Tim Gunn. I also think another reason to watch this show is Swatch. Do you know Swatch? No. Swatch is the Boston Terrier that lives in Mood. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I do. Okay. And I love that his name is Swatch. That is really amazing. I feel like the the cattiness this time was getting to a new level. Oh, really? But but also, Blake is an idiot. (sighs) Okay. I hate Blake so much. The episode started with him... Like, not knowing how to tell time. And he was like, wait, so you mean the big hand are minutes? So we actually have eight hours and not three? Which, I don't know how he's doing math anyway. Yeah. And everyone in the room was just like, what What are you you talking about? And I can't remember which guy. It was another guy. And... And he had the comment of, like, no matter what is happening, this is annoying. Yeah. Like, if you're pretending, it's annoying. If you're pretending, it's not adorable. It's really annoying. And if you are this stupid, what? It's really annoying. Yeah. Like, go away. Ugh, he's so gross. And then he won. Oh, and that outfit was, I'm sorry, it was horrible. It was horrible, and it was horribly made. It was terribly made. Candace should have won. Yes. That it was, like, beautifully made. It was impeccable. Uh, it was like a weird so annoying. Blake's was like a parachute off her butt. And it looked like they were right. They were saying it looked like it was hanging from her ponytail. Her ponytail is the only thing about that that I liked. Yeah, it was good. It was a good ponytail. He's so frustrating. I don't like him at all. Um, and now I can't even remember who went home last night. Um, the girl that we didn't remember. 
Oh, Gabby. <laughs> so not this episode. The whole time. I still, still to this day, no idea who she is. Um, so not this episode, but two episodes ago, I was texting with Shelby about Project Runway, and I was like, wait, who is this girl? <laughs> and then Shelby started watching after me and was like, wait, who is this person? <laughs> And still, still don't know who I she is. I only know her because I didn't know who she was in the episode previous. I have yeah. no idea what she made in the couple episodes before that. Nothing. I thought I thought there were some way worse outfits, actually. I mean, hers was legitimately the worst, like, dress that they had yeah. ever seen made. But the coat wasn't that bad. But the top five, or the top three and the bottom three were so surprising to yeah. me. It was Did weird. You, Lori is starting to do really well. Um... um I don't know if you remember, but I don't remember what her designs looked like before, but she's just kind of, she's got some attitude, oh, yeah. like she's I really liked- confident, but she also flies under the radar a little uh-huh. bit and like just does her stuff. Like she just gets it done. She had a great pencil skirt this last yeah, time. Yeah, she's like very fierce and yeah. like beautiful and like made really well. Yeah. And she just, fly, yeah, completely flies under the radar. Yeah. Um, and then there's Marlene. Who does weird stuff and somehow it works safe. I know she's always safe and it's confusing. And sometimes she should not be safe. Oh, I agree. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. This season's interesting. I'll be curious to see how the sponsorships continue to go. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's just something that's happening now. Like it's just, it's always going to be like this. Like it's not going to get better yeah (laughs) at least for us it's just gonna it's gonna stay this way yeah cool um can we talk about a really terrible tv show yeah we do that a lot sometimes it's called the zoo oh the zoo based off a book by james patterson yes i was excited for it initially yes I was as well. It's terrible. I, um, so I, so you watched it before me and you were like, okay. And we talked a little bit about it on the podcast. Yeah. About how it wasn't the best writing. The acting was okay, but the writing was pretty terrible. The animals were cool. The animals were cool. Even if they were killing everybody. Um, and then, so I watched it, and I watched, like, five episodes in a row. Like, okay. within, like, a two-day span, I watched, like, five or six episodes. And I was really into it, but then I went to go watch it again. Like, I yeah. went to watch the seventh episode or whatever, and okay. I, I just I couldn't. It was so bad, and I the story just was... The the characters were so lame, and the story was so pitiful, and the writing was terrible, and I just watched, like, five minutes of another episode. I'm like, I can't believe I watched so many episodes of this. How did I do it? So I've officially quit. Yeah. I'm not going back. Um, It's really bad. Like, I watched the latest episode uh-huh. and was like, why am I still doing this to myself? Like... The dialogue has gotten worse. The actual story and plot of the show is legitimately insane. Yeah. And, like, there's this, like, mother cell that is what is creating all of these animals to go crazy. And then one guy 
trades the mother cell for medicine for his daughter who's sick, but then her dog was hurt, and then the FBI what? are after them, and then they have to go undercover, and then they go to a reporter, and then the FBI's shooting at them, because then there's two branches of the FBI where one branch is good and one branch is bad, and then they're trying to figure out what happens, and then birds attack them. So here's my line, is birds attacking, because it is like my <laughs> worst fear, and I'm not even kidding, like... The birds are attacking the one guy's like ex-wife and daughter, and uh-huh. they're like hiding under a picnic table so the birds don't get them. Then a mom is running across a park with a stroller and a baby, uh. and the birds kill the mom. Uh. And then they start to go for the baby, but then the other mom and kid go Rescue. save the baby. Ugh. And then, um, spoiler alert. Fire hoses are what saved everyone from the birds because the water scared the birds away. But it just doesn't make any sense. No. And like, there's a lot happening and no. yet nothing happening. Yeah. yeah. That's why I quit. There's there's better bad TV out I'm there. Just re- it's my true. Time. Yeah. I, like like if I'm going to watch a bad show, like it needs to at least entertain me. And make I'd me. rather watch a fourth hour of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Every single week and have yes. to watch Zoo. Yes. Actually, there just should be a fourth hour of Bachelor. No. <laughs> there are already three hours plus an after the show I show. I haven't been watching the after the show show. I can't. I don't because I've already watched three hours every week <laughs> of my life. This is how I spend and waste my life, ladies and gentlemen. Three <laughs> hours of Bachelor in Paradise a <laughs> week. It's, well, it's less because you... You go through the commercials. I do fast forward through the commercials. So that cuts off at least an hour. Between three episodes of the of okay. show on ABC, <laughs> you're looking at at least That's 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour of commercials. <laughs> we should really figure out what that ratio is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that's fair, but I would rather watch a fourth hour than watch the zoo. Yep. So that's my review. That's why I quit. Uh, okay. Um... I want to talk about a really great show. Cool. It's called Wet Hot American Summer, First Days of Camp. Cool. But to my knowledge, you've never seen the movie. Whatever. I don't want to talk about it. Or the TV show. Well, the TV show's new. So we're going to take a quick break and come back with a special guest so that I can talk about this show. Sounds good. this thing on am i am i in likely story right now (laughs) welcome michael you are now a guest host on likely story wow the first male voice that's been allowed to tread on these waters welcome (laughs) don't get used to it yeah i won't won't make a big deal out of this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i wanted to have you join me today uh, to talk about wet hot american summer the first days of camp Oh, is that what it's called? I had in my head first day of class, and it's like, it's not a school show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about a, camp. It's a camp show. Summer camp. <laughs> um, so I guess just to, uh, just to kind of start us off on the same track. So Wet Hot American Summer, one of my all-time favorite movies uh, from 2001, directed by David Wayne, written by Wayne and Michael Showalter. Um it's just like a super parody 80s film, but with an amazing cast when it came out in 2001. 
people who've gone on to like crazy things, yeah. great careers. Amy um, Poehler, Amy, Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler, Elizabeth Banks, Paul Rudd, uh, Bradley Cooper. Um, yeah, just Molly Shannon was in it. Just just a bunch of great actors and. So yeah, this is one of my favorite movies, but um, it's like that movie that when people ask you what your favorite movie is, you don't say it because it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Secret favorite movie? It's not embarrassing. <laughs> not anymore. Now that I know how much of the world loves this movie. It seemed, it did seem kind of like not unknown, but under the radar before. Yeah. Like. yeah. And I, when was the first time... Do you think that like you had seen it? I hadn't or? seen it until we watched it, which okay. you, you already knew about the movie at yeah. that point. Okay. So more recently for you. Yeah, maybe five years ago or something. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just because of my like working at summer camps, this was something that we all watched and everyone <laughs> loved. So I like sharing it with people. Um, so they made a Netflix series. Yeah, they made an eight episode extension of the show. Um, so you get, are, were they hour long episodes or half hour? Uh, or like half, half hour, like 20 to 30 okay, minutes. So you got like two or three movies worth yeah. of a season <laughs> together. I mean, it's one story, but it's, it's like four hours of new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, I wouldn't exactly call it a prequel. I mean, it is, but it's more. <laughs> There's a couple of reasons that it's, 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 if you're calling it a prequel, it's pretty strange. Yeah. So, you know, the movie takes place technically on the last day of a summer camp. And so this series takes place on the first day <laughs> of the summer camp. And so it tells a lot more of like the backstory. Um, yeah. Sort of. I mean, yeah. the, the, sh- the movie's not really, or this show is not really about story. And <laughs> I mean, we can get into it, but it's one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. Yeah, let's. I mean, I think one of the main things that I was, um, to be honest, so since it's one of my favorite movies, I was really worried. Like, yeah, you were nervous. You were like, I, I don't want it to be bad. Really, really <laughs> worried that it was going to somehow like ruin the movie for me. But they brought back almost all of the original cast. Plus a handful of new faces like Kristen Wiig and Slattery, John Slattery, the, the mm-hmm. Mad Men guy, mm-hmm. um, Jordan Peele. Uh, Michael Sarah, so they brought on a lot. Jason Schwartzman, yeah, yeah. Judah Friedlander was on. John Benjamin, the Archer voice, yeah. So what? Well, go ahead. Why don't you talk about? Well, I mean, you talked about how it's like more of a backstory, and it's like <laughs> it's technically true. Yeah, you get to yeah. see where some of these characters came from, but <laughs> <laughs> the show just. The, the phrase I have is it constantly undermines itself. Yeah. So whatever's happening, it'll be like, oh, this kid likes this girl and they build it up the entire show. Just kidding. Nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> or, you know, the, even in the many situations that escalate or like drama happens, like it comes out of nowhere, but then it gets derailed out of nowhere too. Like suddenly there's this kind of fight going on and then someone runs in and says, Hey, we're going, something's happening over there. We're going over there. Yeah. And then everyone leaves and it forgets about it. <laughs> and Yeah. Yeah, I think um, one of our favorite, we've talked about this, um, I think it's in the first episode, Michael Showalter as Coop or Cooperberg, which we come to know that that is his actual last name and not just Coop. Um, he's like mentoring a young camper and and the camper just, I don't think Michael Showalter says anything 
during the whole time. The camper's just like, and then you want me to go fight him, and that will win his respect. Yeah. And then I should go do this, and this will do this. And <laughs> and he's just, like Michael Showalter's just standing there nodding, like, yep, yep, yep. that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. He doesn't even get to be that father figure or anything. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's just like, you know, 250 pounds. He just looks like thick. I think so. Of all of them. Like a lot of them looked kind of similar to what they did 15 yeah. years ago. Not Showalter. Yeah. Yeah. For being, yeah, like 15 years ago, a lot of them look exactly like, I think Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler look pretty much the same. Um, Elizabeth Banks, like I might she, argue looks she, better. Paul Rudd also maybe. <laughs> Paul Rudd looks exactly the same, but Michael Showalter does not. And it is not addressed. He just is running around with a much bigger gut and like just um, a, big guy. a puka shell necklace and just, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, so what... I know you're saying that there aren't really like storylines, but there are. I mean, there's a threat to the camp that has yeah. to get resolved, and that's the story. <laughs> but it, no one like that's not the reason you watch it. Yeah, yeah. For, for how they have fun telling it in the most ridiculous fashion possible is the fun of it. Yeah. What's what are a couple of your favorite situations or even like? exchanges between a couple actors. Well, I mean, I have to say the first scene with Ronald Reagan was kind of amazing. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just like, it's a, the guy from 30 Rock is like his assistant or whatever yeah. agent. Oh, yeah. And like Reagan just starts hitting him yeah. over and over, punching him and <laughs> slapping him. And it's just absurd. Yeah. So that was surprising, but Very funny. absurd. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I liked I liked the yes. zoot suit ridiculousness. <laughs> that was Michael Ian Black and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Um, Them just giggling at each other was always entertaining. Yeah. Which it really, I, I love that kind of story because in the movie, they're getting married. And that's one of the things that happens. And so this goes back to basically when they started, when they first both realized they were gay and then when they started like dating and. Well, and there's like a hot makeout scene in the movie. Yeah. In a, like some shed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. For, I like with the zoot suit. So that was in, there's a big musical that the staff is putting on for the campers on the first day and it's called Electro City. <laughs> And I just think it's crazy that it's about a guy who gets elect like in yeah. the electric chair, like <laughs> death penalty sent to the electric chair, <laughs> all within this musical. Um, so I loved that. <laughs> I really love um, Michael Showalter as Coop and his girlfriend Donna. Yeah, I just appreciate like this whole time he's trying to win over this girl it wasn't the the french guy david wayne yeah yeah (laughs) and then david wayne was in it as um i don't think he was french but he was uh, some horrible fake accent yeah yeah uh but yeah i think one of my favorite scenes is that um coop and donna are talking and he's trying to like get her to go make out or hang out in his bunk. And she just wants to go hang out with the hot foreign counselor. (laughs) And, 
And he's like, oh, why don't, like, we could go to lunch together or we could go back to my bunk. And she's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have time. Like, I have to unpack these bags. <laughs> and then he's just, like, mumbling in his, I don't and he's just like, we could, we could schedule it. Did you want to? Did you want to set a time? Did you want... And she's, like, already walked away at this <laughs> yeah. point. Well, it's I like just, when... Uh, so a big gag is that she gives him this, like... I think it's, like, from Israel, supposedly. Yeah. Some weird, like, flute instrument thing. Yeah. Um, but she gives it to him in a box, and he just pulls the top off, and he's like, that's a weird way to wrap a gift. And, <laughs> and, she is, and this is one of those moments where they undermine themselves. She's like, yeah, it's easier for multiple takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We had to stop it and rewind like, to did rewatch. Did she actually it. say that? And then you know, like later, like someone gets a phone number and they have like the parentheses and the hyphen, but they just write the words "phone number." <laughs> yeah, and it like zooms in on that you can see on that piece of paper. <laughs> so there's weird little things like that that are just ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think great additions, definitely Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Uh, well, him, yeah, him scooping up more and more toxic, like, like he dips his finger into a like green sludge pile. But then, even like <laughs> the first time, you'd be like, "Well, you're just figuring out what it is." But he goes, "No, just as I thought, toxic waste." <laughs> yeah. You're like, "If that's what you thought, why are you eating it?" Yeah, and there's a good rivalry between like the rich kids yeah. camp across the lake, and I don't know. It's uh, where they have like four pop collars. <laughs> Everything is just so exaggerated, but I don't like to the right degree, I think. Well, and they and like the the undermining itself, like they they shift scenes, they like they they never linger too long with one joke or one idea. It's it's always moving on to the next or setting up the next thing. And they they do lots of like little subtle things too, like Anytime someone leaves the frame to like climb down or go down steps or like they're always suddenly where they're supposed to go. Like Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a jump cut to them already yeah, there. But it's like seamless. So they're just like, did they like teleport? Or <laughs> or like one when uh the madman guy, I think it's John Slattery. Slattery yeah. is his last name, but Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he, he's like the the amazing famed director of plays that comes to help them really make some Broadway level musical, but he's like hiding around the corner or like he, he like walks and then suddenly he's at the corner waiting for Amy Poehler and <laughs> yeah. you're just like, how did he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you um, have a favorite single joke or that we're, we could spoil? I oh guess, but... yeah. I don't know. It's hard to pick, but one of my favorites is definitely a, uh, when so after John Benjamin gets turned into a can of tomato, <laughs> yep, mixed soup, vegetables. Um, there, there like, suddenly there's all these parents at the camp, yeah, that are like, "Where's the, where's the, where's the head of the camp, the, the camp director? Yeah, where's the director?" And there's like really like, and uh, they point across and say, "He's over there." And there's like obviously like a scarecrow <laughs> or something. Oh yeah, and they walk over and then like I think Jason Schwartz or no. Uh, Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo's yeah. like, that, well, that'll only buy us a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like time is something that as in the movie this happens a lot too. Time is a little bit different. Um, the best scene of this in the movie is where a handful of the counselors 
um, hop into the back of the pickup truck and they all go to town. And it's this whole montage of them all getting drunk and like shooting up and like just doing all of these drugs. Becoming druggies. <laughs> becoming druggies and like stealing from people to buy more drugs. And then they get back to camp and it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Lived an entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that I can think of um, a favorite a favorite joke that's just all so good. I want to go watch it again right now. <laughs> and that's always what you want to hear Like if, if you reboot a series like this. And I had the same hesitation when they made the Fargo TV series. I'm like, yeah. that movie's great. I mean, I don't think about the movie all the time or anything, but yeah. it was a good movie. And I'm like, what are you doing? But then it, the series was so good. Yeah. And like it, it added rather than took away and better yeah. call Saul. Like, why are you trying to do another thing in the mm-hmm. Breaking Bad universe? Just kidding. Give me more. This is so good. Yeah. And I think, I think the one, um, the one difference between those examples, especially for Fargo or even for Breaking Bad, I think those shows, like the spinoffs or the additional information adds to your enjoyment, um, but you don't necessarily need to see them together. That's true. I, I do really feel like these are a connected thing. Like you need to watch the movie and then actually go back and watch the series after you've watched the movie because there's a lot of little things that... I mean, some people just won't think it's funny. Like, I understand that. That's it's always it's a weird, like, comedy for people. Um, but if you love the movie or are interested, you need to watch the movie first. There's, like, one of my favorites, um, Victor character, is uh, running through the woods away from something, and he comes up to a branch that he could easily hop over, but he like freaks out yeah. and he like, he like slams to a halt and then finds this like convoluted way to run around this branch. And that happens in the movie. He's in a wide open road and there's a bale of hay for no reason in the <laughs> middle of the road. And he runs up and then he stops in front of it and doesn't know what to do. And then he makes this like crazy jump over it. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of little things. So this enhances the enjoyment, but I do think that they definitely yeah. go together. So Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So go check it out if you like things that are funny. Yep, do it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Mike, for joining us, and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled topics. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you uh, again to our special guest, Mike Edwards, husband to Shelby Edwards and host of almost all of the other podcasts on Sunrise (laughs) Robot. So thank you, Mike. Uh, Let's get back into our normal swing of things. We have a bachelor announcement. It's rumor roundup update time. (laughs) Updates. Guess who's the new batch? Wait, we have an announcement. Drum roll. We have an announcement. Anyone who's looked at the internet in the last week will already know this. <laughs> it's Ben H. from Denver. It's Ben H. from Warsaw, Indiana. From Denver. <laughs> so this is amazing. I'm super excited. Um, we all know I wasn't actually going to stop watching The Bachelor Bachelorette, so I'm pumped that it's somebody I like. <laughs> But so my sister who lives in Warsaw, Indiana, we were talking about this and we're just like, what if they come film in your town? And we're trying to decide if they do the hometown visit to visit his family 
If they go there, his family is still there. lives in Warsaw, Indiana. Or if they'll come to Denver. Or if or his- if they just won't even do a hometown visit anymore. <laughs> no money for that. Trust me, they could probably fly into <laughs> close close to Warsaw. Um, yeah, so we're trying to decide, and she will obviously know before it airs because if they go film there, the whole town is going to know. Yes. So I'm super excited, and in the show notes, we're going to share with you. The like that I found a really funny article, which was like the top five things you should know about <laughs> Ben Higgins. And I think they're casting now if you'd like to find love. So I tell John every time they're like, would you like to be our next bachelor at Bachelorette? <laughs> You're getting married in 15 days. <laughs> and I tell John that we should apply and be the scandal. What? So, like, there's been episodes or uh, seasons previous where people go on and, like, have someone back home, like a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and they're just going on to further their wrestling career. That That was very specific. (laughs) Because that actually (laughs) happened. So you want to go on the show... I don't know what... But then they'll find out later. Yeah, and it'll be dramatic, and I'll Here's my concern. If no one there has done enough research to find out that you'll be legally married to another individual, they are terrible at being producers. That's true. We've seen Unreal. We know that Unless they're good at Unless they want scandals. Exactly. See, I can pitch this. Okay. I can pitch this. Well, we'll find out in January 2016 whether Polly makes it onto The Bachelor with Ben Higgins. The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. Except it's The Bachelor. It's not The Bachelorette. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Trademark. That's an official song. <laughs> Likely story. <laughs> Likely story. Um, awesome. Okay, what else? Um, so we have talked briefly about Mr. Robot on this, yes. this podcast, but we have not dove, dived. Yeah. We haven't dri- done it justice. Dived. Um. So we're going to do that on the next episode. Yes. So this is your warning. So just so you guys know, there's some um, background as well. Um, There, as you probably know, again, if you've been on the internet in the last couple of 48 hours or however long, um, there was a really horrific shooting that took place in Virginia on live TV where um, a news reporter and her cameraman were gunned down by a former coworker. Um, and it was on the night that Mr. The Mr. Robot finale was supposed to take place. Mm -hmm. And we had actually talked about doing a Mr. Robot finale special Mm -hmm. this episode. And I wasn't sure if I could watch it or not, but I ended up being able to sit down and tune in. And before the episode aired, there was a black screen with white text that said, due to the tragic shooting in Virginia, we are okay. postponing the finale until September 2nd yeah. due to the graphic nature of yeah. this episode. So I had read an article about it after you mentioned that. I didn't see that they had had something on mm-hmm. TV. Um, so they had written an article that um, there are... Uh, there's a similar scene in the finale, um, not exactly, but similar to how um, the shooting happened in Virginia, um, or what I like to say now, just a random day in our country. Not even a random day, a day. (laughs) Way to go, USA. Um, Anyway, and so because of the similar nature, they wanted to be sensitive to that and Mm -hmm. not air it that night, even though they're on very separate networks. Yeah. It was later that night. So I I appreciate that. Yep. Um, It was good. 
yeah, so we will watch the finale um, when it airs on the second. And then hopefully I just this was just a really so far has been a really great show with some really interesting story um, morals and decisions Mm -hmm. and how you handle things in this like world of the Internet. And so I think we can we should dive a little deeper than our just typical updates. Yeah. So it'll be good. If you haven't caught up, but you have time, catch up and catch the finale on the second. There will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. We're not going to give away things. We're not going to try to hold back. But if you're interested in hearing about it and you don't mind spoilers, you want to hear if you should watch, then we'll include some of that uh, next time. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Anything else? I think that's it. So we're, we're going to record one more time before you get married. Oh, my gosh. And we're gonna we have to do it early. Do we actually record? Are we sure that we're yes. only recording one more? Yep, I okay. see the recording happening before okay. our eyes. Great, good to know. Whew. Um, <laughs> well, as we said, we love feedback, so you can uh, tweet to me at Shelby Elizabeth or tweet to Polly at Polly Ann K. Um, we're also on Facebook, and we're trying to decide if we should have a Facebook page just for. Um, likely story to help facilitate some discussion. So if you have thoughts and aren't on Twitter, let (laughs) us know somehow. I don't know. You could like sky, right? Whatever. Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, You can also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher. So you never miss an episode using the RSS or iTunes buttons on the website. Um, You can always, always support us directly on Patreon at patreon.com slash sunrise robot. And special thanks to our superstar Patreon supporters, Bruce Edwards and Andreas Langa. Bye, guys. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all.